0: So I get a text, and I happen to still be up. Um, are, we, are you recording the video? No. Okay, so I happen to still be up. One, two, three, four.
1: You're listening to
2: Cobras and Fire, a Pantheon podcast. This week, Bacos Plus One is the host... Of Metal Edge presents another Evan Podcast. I'm talking about Izzy Prezi, baby.
1: A fun two folks.
2: I prepped this a little bit, so I'm gonna see if I can get this in one take. Okay. Right. Welcome to Cobras and Fire. My name is Baco, and today my plus one is from Metal Sludges, not a defun I couldn't do it. Oh fuck. <laughs> From Metal Sludges, <laughs> another fucking no, podcast. No, it's not
0: Metal Sludge, it's Metal oh, Edge. Uh,
2: Jesus Christ. Uh, believe it or not, <laughs> I did know that. <laughs> Uh, maybe I'm just gonna leave this in. Fuck it. Uh from, Do it, Do it. from Metal Edge Presents, not another fucking podcast. Izzy Pres with your host, Izzy Presley. Fuck it. Izzy Presley's in the house. Izzy, welcome to the program. You
0: almost got it. It's just Metal Edge magazines, another effing podcast. It's a mouthful, and trust me, I don't have many of those.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Actually, uh, we we should we'll get into the food a little later. Well, I think you're you're wrong on that. Uh, but uh, that was a
0: cock joke, my friend.
2: Uh, well, I, I went a different direction, you know. <laughs> oh, how are you this evening, man? Good to have you on the program.
0: I'm great, dude. I, I appreciate it. Sorry, I'm just wiping out a little eye cheese. I had a late last night, late night last night. Um, apparently, when you get almost fifty six or seven beers and two shots, kind of knocks you out for a day. So, uh, I I got up, I did some errands, and I got a nice little nap in, and uh, I'm ready to roll. So, I had to run. That's why I was a couple minutes late. I had to run and get some Red Bull, my third one of the day. Not good.
2: It's all good. This is not live TV or anything like that. So, uh, I know. And I want you at your best. You know what I mean? Yeah, if you need another 10 minutes, you know. uh, uh, Yeah, you look amazing, by the way, which, of course, you know, you you don't. You look like hell, Izzy. Uh, Exactly, exactly, exactly. I was uh, now as someone who uh, we basically gotten to know each other a little bit through social media. I, I've probably listened to uh, more of what you were doing because you were doing podcasting before I ever got into it. Um, but, you know, then we have some mutual friends, that kind of shit, and we, we we sarcastically comment. I'm not sure which one of us has stolen the other ones memes the most, but we've definitely taken our <laughs> share from each other. <laughs> uh, um, uh, so there, maybe it's the Minnesota sensibility in it and stuff like that. But it was a pleasure meeting you uh, finally last summer in uh, Nashville. Uh, and uh, your, your, um, your, your friend Dawson, who is uh, the, the, it's his band, The Smoke and Kills, that you're part of, right? Or is it? Uh, yes,
0: yes. Uh, Mike Dawson um, from The Adam Carolla Show.
2: Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. well, <laughs> maybe you wanted to... Uh, how long... Well, let's touch on that real quick. The Smoke and Kills is yeah. kind of new to me. I didn't know about it even when I met you out in Nashville. Is it a, kind of a new project?
0: Um, no, he's had... Um, well, Dawson's been doing music for a while. And uh, he put this band together, God, a couple years ago, and they recorded a record, which is available now, which is called uh, The Last Honky Tonk Hero. And I was not on the album. Um, I met Dawson... Oh, God. it was a couple of years ago. So it was, I think he's had the band for about three years. And so I met him a couple of years ago because we we do this show in Hollywood called Punchlines and Backlines, where we take a musician who's never done stand up comedy before. And they have to do stand up and then perform a few songs. And Dawson, I, I listen to Corolla. I love Corolla. I love Dawson on the show. He's great. I'm like, dude, Dawson would be awesome at this. He's like, absolutely. He came down. And we went out and got trashed that night. (laughs) And he got trashed at the bar right across the street from my house. Well, he forgot his guitar at the bar. So he's like, bro, do you have my guitar? I'm like, funny you should ask. I do not, but it's at the bar across the street. He's like, all right, dude, meet me over there at like 1 o'clock. So I went over there. We had a bloody 13 hours later, I got home, and uh, we were best bros. (laughs) So... Just through hanging out, you know, through the pandemic, you know, and hearing the music and loving the music, he's like, dude, you want to be in the band? I need an extra guitar player. I'm like, absolutely. So uh, it's it's great. So we've done a, done a few shows now, and it's, uh, it's so fun.
2: What's the uh, current status out there? Uh, you, you're, you know, you're in L.A., right? Yeah. Okay, so, like, as far as playing shows and stuff, is that shut down again right now, or is it still? No,
0: uh... no, no. There's still shows going on. It's just, I mean, it's like, you know, Minneapolis, now you're having to show a vax card and all that shit, and we have to do that out here. So that's, that's basically what it is. It's basically walk in with, you know, put your mask on, get a beer, take your mask off. Right. <laughs> and so it's just, it, that's basically what it is. Is the,
2: the vax card thing um, uh, like an LA County or that kind of thing rule? LA is County. It, okay. Because the, 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 in Minneapolis and St. Paul with the Twin Cities, it's up to the venues, to, or which is oftentimes dictated by the, the artist. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, I thought I saw something where they're just implementing
2: it now. Maybe it's starting soon, which would be just a little late, you would think. But, uh, uh, yeah, I just went to a show in December that required it, but they announced it, like, when the tickets went on sale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the summer. Um, so it wasn't really that big of a, a shock or anything like that, but, um, on the Minnesota stuff now, uh, it, I, I'm going to go off a, of, off a memory of, of certain, cause I, I don't even know where a lot of these things came from. If it was something that I saw on Facebook or something I heard from one of your shows, or you've even been on, uh, well, I, I've definitely heard you on, on Brandvold's podcast, uh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. of the coin, um, but uh, you, you know you're from St. Cloud. Uh, yep. would, now, did you basically until you moved out to to the West Coast? Is that where you, you you stayed? Basically, your home base. Um, I was so I moved to Florida in
0: 2010 for like three months. It just didn't work out. Um, and then I moved back, and then Which, I. Moved you to know, the I gotta S-
2: say, Izzy, real quick. That's too bad because you would have been a great Florida man. <laughs> uh.
0: Yeah, it just it just wasn't right. Yeah, okay. At the time, you know, they're I lost. actually know they're lost. But actually, I did live in the cities from 2005 until about 2008. OK. And then I moved back home. Um, Then I moved to Florida, moved back home. And then two years later, three years later, boom.
2: And I, this might be almost something that's been years. Maybe I got this 100 percent wrong. Were you the guy who, like, for Universal or something like that, was entering the – uh the data entry for like yes. tracks on. Yes. You got to explain yes. that. Uh, let me just. So let you, okay. Do that. So
0: that that was my first job out here. It was a, a temp gig with Universal Music, and basically what it was is Universal had purchased a bunch of record labels, like they do, mm-hmm. and so transferring everything into their metadata system. If you don't know what metadata is, that's basically all the shit that's on the record. You know, I rip my
2: up. CD, was that information populated from yes. something you typed in? Possibly. Yeah, that's awesome.
0: Possibly. Possibly. Um, but actually, probably not because that's already on the CD. Okay. This is just in their system and stuff like that. So basically, we had to go through and edit to make sure all that information was correct in our system. As compared to what it was like the typos spaces just stupid stupid stuff like that but it was a very boring monotonous job but it was cool because I got a lot of free records
2: right on did it pay okay or it, it was like 15 bucks an hour All right. you know um well let's not pick it up from there then how, where did you start why, why podcasting how did that kind of fall into your lap
0: that um, I made the decision to do that before I moved out here Okay. Um, when I was leaving Rock and One Hundred and One, podcasting was just starting to. That was two thousand and thirteen. Podcasting was starting to become a a thing. A lot more people were getting into it, and I'm like, well, shit. I got a radio background. I was, you know, music and sports director for RX Magazine for five years, seven years, something like that. And I'm like, I can do this. I can I can do interviews. Why not? And so I, I, I actually, that was one of the plans that I had to come out here. I was just going to do it on the side for fun, see how long it lasts or whatever. Eight years later, nine years later, here we, yeah. <laughs> here I am, you know, still doing it.
2: Yeah, I hear that. I, uh, yeah. you, you get kind of fucking sucked in, you know. It's like uh, we, yep. we, we started this. I think we had like three episodes in two months, and you know, but year six years later, now we're basically a weekly show. But yeah, uh, yeah. well,
0: that look, that's important. Um, and that's thing that that's one thing that I said from the start. And it's like you need continuity. You need people to know that this is where you're going to be mm-hmm. every single week at this time. And that's why I'm so adamant about doing the show live, because you get that live interaction and people know, Oh, Izzy's on. You know mm-hmm. what I
2: mean? Mm-hmm. Now, it's, you called it another effing podcast, but it was yeah. one of the first ones I ever heard. <laughs> well, it was that—that that was a joke. Yeah, I mean, it's—it's it's a wrestling it, it joke. It would actually be more um, apropos right now.
0: Yeah, right. Hey, well, that's—it's funny. It's I mean, like, it. yeah, because like, yeah. Oh, I'm going to call it another fucking podcast because everybody has a podcast. Nine years later, everybody and their grandmother has a podcast. Mm. You know, it's—it's it's just and more just keep popping up. It's like, how many do we need? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, it's great. People want to you know, express that they want to do their thing. And that's awesome. I, I'm all for it. I was like, ah, oh, come on. <laughs> How
2: many more do we need? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. There's, I, I think there's room for everybody. The reality oh, no, I, is, agree. Like, I
0: agree. I agree. I agree. I not I'm not shitting on anybody wanting to do well, it. I, I didn't
2: like, take it that way. But because uh, yeah. I actually used to think that almost like competitively. But when you realize it, that like, you know, most of them kind of disappear if you're really worried about it from the competitive edge, there really isn't much there. Yeah, and, and if they do hang around, they're probably doing something good. And and actually, I'll tell you this: uh, I don't know wh- what your background is, and we'll get into that in a second. If if, if yeah. there's some depth there, uh, as far as like the music scene and stuff like that, and and being an, a musician, because I do know you play. Um, yep. But. The podcast community has been ridiculously more supportive than I, The, the you know, with music, it was like competitive. You're yeah. like, you're like fighting over like a, a gig you're not going to get paid for and, <laughs> and who has to headline <laughs> no. and, and, you know, just, just petty little shit. And, you know, uh, you, you know, you did something that people are going to remember and I didn't, so now I hate you. Uh, yeah, yeah. That, that kind of shit where in the podcast, it was like, it seemed like when you would do something good, you would hear from all your, your peers. And then when we, we yeah. met at the first rock and pod, I met a lot of these guys for the first time. Um, and it was just like. Where, where was this positivity growing up? My parents really? Look, like my parents were fine, but they weren't like, you know, you sh- you're you really getting good at music. You should pursue that. You know, it was just, yeah, I never yeah, really yeah. had that. And then when I got into the, the local scene, it was just, oh, just ugly. I didn't like the competitiveness of it, I guess. But I never uh, met somebody like uh, our, our mutual friend, Randy. Yeah, I, if I met a guy like that, man, I mean, and look, I, I've only had a handful of conversations with him. So I don't want to be uh, mischaracterizing him too much. But ma- my Lord, I, first of all, I love his recent idea of like act one, act two, whatever. Yeah, and, like, yeah, yeah. People. But, but just, the, I sat down and talked to him for for our show for about an hour. And then we talked a little bit before and after. And it's just he just seems like a very natural person when it comes to the creative stuff. So
0: he is. I, I, I Look, I was, I was sure just mentioned one thing about the podcasting community. I realized this in Nashville. We're the new Trekkies. Yeah. <laughs> we're the new Trekkies. We yeah. really are. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we're, yeah. We're the, we're the dorks. We're the dorks on the, uh, uh, on the, oh God, what was that radio called back in like the seven, not the CB, but there was like another radio Oh, ham radio. Yeah. We're like the dorks on the ham radio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. But we love
2: it. <laughs> I, I, but I've convinced myself when I go to, to Rock and Pod that I'm the one cool guy. So <laughs> you yeah, right, I'm wrong.
0: Right. Uh, <laughs> I'm better than all of
3: you. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I got way cooler cargo shorts than you. Yeah. <laughs> <so. laughs> <laughs> little bit to your background then uh because yeah. i, I want to catch up and get to know you a little more uh w- did you start a band were you ever in the music scene around here we are about the same age i don't know if we crossed paths at all in the past that way
1: um
0: i i had one band um actually i had two because i started act when i was still in minnesota and we had our, our first gig was my going away party uh, so <laughs> <laughs> fucking uh, brilliant. dude i'm gonna it, start bro. a band and i'm just gonna leave yeah. um I had a band in the early '90s. It was my first band. It was called Mattias Black, mm. um, and we, you know, I think we did three shows. You know, okay. cover band. You know, it 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 was what it was. It was fun. It was I was 21. It was my first time, you know, playing and playing, you know, on stage in a band because I, I had been. I used to jump up on stage with. I, I used to be the guy that used to annoy all the bands. Dude, let me come up and sing "Cold Gin." <laughs> I was that guy. And And now I realize how annoying I was. I was so fucking annoying. But the first time I was ever on stage was Johnny Holmes brought me up to St. Margaritaville. And how'd you do? I did great. Johnny loved it. And he kept <laughs> at This dude it was like so wild, dude. It's like I'm, I'm on stage in front of 2,000 people singing Jimmy Buffett right now. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> and then it was hooked. And I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> this is, I, there's no turning back now.
2: No doubt. Um, and now you've recently gotten to some stand-up. I'm only bringing it up because you were talking about being on stage. Yeah. Uh, how are you You, you following in, into that? What do you think about that, I guess?
0: I, dude, it was just one of those things. I I'm, like when i my idea when i was living come moving out here i'm like oh i'll just get some job that i hate and and live in la you know and do the podcast and fucking you know, i started doing background work and movies and tv and shit like that and i'm like i should do stand up cuz i was driving left i'm just making jokes up the whole time in my head and I'm like, i like i could do this and uh, that's another thing. Once you start, man, it's it's you. You crave it because <laughs> yeah, I am what people will call an attention whore. When I, <laughs> now, like when I'm hanging out, I'm not. I'm shy guy in the corner, but I love being on stage and I love entertaining. The only time I'm comfortable is when I got a microphone in mm. my hand or in my face. You know I what I
2: mean? I relate to that. Yeah um yeah definitely i mean i've never been a guy that like uh you you, well here's something i don't know i think it's kind of funny but i am horrible at talking about gear like every now and then at a show someone be like hey what kind of setup you're using and i'm like well that's my guitar, and I, I, I plug it in. I, I'm i simplifying it a little bit, but seriously, I would, it, it happened a couple times, and I'm like, what the fuck's going on? I mean, because at the back of my head, I'm like, I want to pee, I want to get a beer, and this guy wants to fucking the rig breakdown. So our, right. my other guitar player, I started having him go talk to him because he's much more comfortable at it. And, and frankly, he's going to have more gear to talk about anyway. I'm guitar cable amp, man. What do you want, man? You can see yeah, everything exactly. I'm doing, you know? <laughs> it's just, you want to know what kind of strings I'm using, <laughs> yeah, right?
0: Hold on, I'm trying to figure how. It's been so long since I've been on Skype. I can't figure out how to make myself bigger. Is
2: it? Mm. No, I can't remember. Let me see if I can see it because I, I use this. You're big and I'm small on mine.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I tried together mode. Um, and I think that would just be on. I think it would just be on mine. So
2: yeah,
0: let me let me do this.
2: You just really want to get a good look at yourself, don't Save you? It.
0: Yeah. 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 Uh, oh, let's see. That? No, there we go. no, that that changed shit. Okay, I'll get. It. I'll go back. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my god! Uh, I'm gonna take a quick picture of that. Uh, oh, this is gold.
0: <laughs> this is fucking gold. Oh, right there. Hey, there we are, buddy. <laughs> Ah! oh my god this is awesome
2: you want to do the rest of it this way i I think i can manage but
0: all right well we gotta hold on on, go back to grid view and then uh, see if i can pick (laughs) see if i can change this because they had a whole bunch of different ones oh my god oh shit this is awesome i'll just like we're reporting the the
2: news from like uh (laughs) anchor watt in uh cambodia Uh, now nah, we'll just go. We'll just go back to the regular one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's hilarious. That oh, and now oh. we should have done a video show. Uh...
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, if I could figure out how to change it to a different background, I would.
2: <laughs> Let me see if I can do anything on my end. Nope, I don't. Oh, there we go. Yeah, it's not letting me choose anything either. That I can, I can't figure yeah. it out. Of. I'm sure there's a way, but who cares?
0: Oh, good, whatever. So this is fine. <laughs>
2: we're just gonna roll with it. All right, I don't even remember where the hell we left off. I'll tell you this, uh Rockin' one oh one in St. Cloud was one of the I don't know, two or three radio stations that actually uh played my band Jesus Christ. So I believe it was on they did a loud and local show kind of thing, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was called uh, Minnesota Homegrown and it's there Still Going, go. yep, yeah,
1: yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: So. Tim Ryan's do Tim Ryan does a great job with that.
2: Oh, it's still going. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, a cool radio station, too. Now, has it been gobbled up by the uh, three conglomerates? Nope. Wow. Nope. Still uh, rolling under
0: Tri-County Broadcasting, and good for them.
2: I wish people would, would understand how that is an important factor in kind of like oh, so many things in music that, that have kind of gotten fucked. But
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, look, I mean, the, the locally owned, locally operated stations, they're, they're few and far between. But I think we're going to see a resurgence of that. Because you're seeing a lot of these these stations that bought up all the, you know, you know like your iHearts and um, all those big conglomerates um, they are losing money hand over fist. Mm-hmm. So you're going to see a lot of stations getting sold off to local people again. So we'll see what happens.
2: Well, that would be good. I think it would be good for music anyway. but uh... Oh,
0: absolutely. If, but this the problem is nobody listens to radio anymore.
2: Yeah, well, yeah, this is true. the I, way, I, I, it still plays at my wor- where I work. You know, it's like yeah. uh, the background stuff. But uh, I really don't get much out of it musically, other than well,
0: look, yeah, exactly. Because look, they play; they have such a small playlist. Mm-hmm. And why? Why? I mean, oh, we don't want people changing the station. Well, here's the problem: you can get hear anything you want at any time right here. Yeah, touch of a thing, touch of a button. <laughs> You have to entertain people to keep people listening.
2: I'm having a you hard know? time it's... focusing with this thing. <laughs> can we undo it, dude? Is it still on? Oh, I yeah, don't that... have
0: it on on my end. Oh really? Oh, shit.
2: Okay, yeah. hold on. Then, then maybe it's something on my end. Now, let me just see if I can. Uh, what the hell?
0: Just go back to go, go
2: click it. Click grid view. Yeah. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. 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 Ah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. There we go. There it goes. Oh, there so you? I've been looking that. at that the whole time, and I'm oh. like. <laughs> Oh my god! All right. Well, how many? How many? Uh, how many beers have you drank at the red carpet? That's a.
0: Uh, oh my weird. god! Um, I think I have a chunk of liver left there. Um, uh, another chunk of my liver um, died um, when the press went up in flames.
2: Yeah, that was too uh, bad. Is it, did, are they, was is it gone? Gone? They didn't rebuild it's it. Gone, okay. It's gone, dude. It's
0: gone. Last time I was in St. Cloud, it's still chained off, and it's a hole. That's too bad. Yeah, dude. I, I had I spent so much time there. And then I worked there for a long time, and that 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 hurt. That that hurt, man. When I saw that thing going, I'm like, I, I came to tears.
2: I, I believe it. Um, that was always like I've only been to to the red carpet I think twice, both for flip shows. Uh, nice, but you kind of check into the the, uh, oh, the what did you do, the, the 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 press? Yep. Um, for like a like a little pre gaming almost. Uh, and then you walk over there, but the the red carpet is hard to explain to people. It is one of the coolest places to to just attend anything but yeah, got the big band room, the small band room and then I don't know like yep. nine other it just seems like the thing is cavernous. yeah, and- they
0: got bars all over the place it's it's awesome. it's a you know it's a, they got a game room they oh everything it's it's awesome. Yeah.
2: It's like if someone turned the house on the rock in Wisconsin into a bar. That's kind of how I would describe it. A lot of levels. and but Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, let's talk flip. Uh, that was one of the one of the first things that, that piqued my interest with you is that uh, we both seem to be pretty big fans. Uh, where did you get turned? Well, you, uh, he's going to do a little show and tell here, so I'm not going to directly ask him a question. So I do see a uh, triple humbucker Gibson. That's got to be an Ace freely model.
0: I figured what would Bryn do? What would Bryn do? Bryn would... Pull out his coyote. Yeah. Oh. But yes, I am a flip fan.
2: It wasn't that long ago. Not terribly long ago that I found out that that was an actual model of a guitar that was produced. I thought it was, like, just something that Bryn kind of hacked around and Because, you know, the ones that he takes on stage, they're typically fairly well beat. Uh, yeah. And, you know, I've actually, uh, well, I, I was, uh, at one of the mini shows I went to, you know, they would pull somebody up on stage and he'd throw the guitar on him. Yeah. I was that guy once. Uh, and so I got to play it a little bit, but uh, anyway. Yeah,
0: yeah I, I, I got to play it, too. Uh, I, I was that guy once as well. So uh,
2: what got you into Flip? Uh, let's start with your... It was
0: it was Randy. It was Freaky. Um, no, Flip... Did, did you know him was, before Flip, or...? I knew Randy long before Flip, yeah. He was... At, it was one night. He was playing at the, uh, at the press on a Wednesday night, mm. and we went every Wednesday night to see... The band was called Freak, and it was him and Duff and Matt Moline. <laughs> and Randy's he's like what the hell are you doing here flip is next door I'm like yeah but you're my friend i mean somebody's like no 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 fuck that we're going over there on break so he drugged me over there on break when flip started he's like dude they're like our kiss yeah like okay and <laughs> there it was i was hooked i was fucking hooked and but it's just the hooks and the the vibe and just, Oh, flip is is cheap trick needs the sex pistols.
2: That's a good idea. yeah, I like that. And obviously uh, the vi- the music is not so much Kiss as the visuals are, but yeah,
0: right, right. right. I always got the cheap well, trick
2: comparison. I think they're actually a better cheap trick. I've never really connected with cheap trick.
0: Ah, uh, you need to connect with cheap trick. Uh, look, I've they tried. were so influenced. They were so influenced by Kiss that that's the reason that Flip has two P's is because Kiss has two S's. Hmm.
2: Well, yeah, there's that. But uh, I, <laughs> I, on the on the cheap trick thing, i like they literally check off almost every box. And it's not that I don't like them. I've seen them a bunch of times. They're a good band. Yep. There, there, there's nothing there. It's just that, like, when I try to go deep dive on albums, I'm like, ah, you know, it's like yeah, this is like journey to me. I just give me the hits. And, and, and I'm not a guy uh, who typically does uh, that. And I, I would think that band of all the things,
0: Jess, you just need to start with Budokan and go backwards. <laughs> okay,
2: nothing after. No, 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 no. I didn't say that. Kind of like
1: Say
0: that, but to to get. <laughs> to dive in start at budokan go backwards listen to those two or three albums Mm. and then go post budokan and dive in and you'll be like i fucking get it i get it watch the here's here's something you can do even though yes you have seen them live um you can find it you find it online find find the dvd find the dvd of cheap trick silver the 25th anniversary show okay they're playing outdoors in Chicago, and there's thousands of people, and they they end up having an orchestra on stage and all this wild stuff. That show will hook you.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: That show will hook you.
2: Right. All right, fair enough. I I will. You know what? I it doesn't take a whole lot to get me to to try to go back and try because I cool name, cool logo, just so many things about them just should like say, scream. You will dig these guys, but then yeah, I don't know, just. I, 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 it's, it's look,
0: it, dude, it took me a while too. Um, I had always been, uh, like you, it's like, yeah, yeah. I just give me the hit blah, 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 blah. And then I saw him live at the Buffalo Run in Brainerd, and I'm like, those guys do this song, those guys do this song, and I was <laughs> like, fucking hooked. I was hooked,
2: right on. It's Swinging back, I just have to because I'm just noticing now we're talking Minnesota a little bit here. Music, you're wearing a slow children shirt.
0: I am wearing a slow children. Oh shirt. my god,
2: yes. is that vintage? I assume. Yes, it is. No, it's, this is old school. Fuck, are they the ones that had the toilet on the stage? Or was that no? There's okay. there's no. there these handful of bands like them, Uncle Chunk, and probably the one that I'm thinking of that that used the toilet on the stage. Do you remember them or not? No, Never saw them. Okay.
0: I'm sure I did, but I just don't remember the shitter on
2: stage. <laughs> Seems like something you remember. <laughs> you
0: think it was something I would. No, you know what?
2: Oh, I wait. Vaguely, porcelain God.
0: I, How the yeah? I, porcelain I vaguely, God they were called. I think I vaguely. there's a, oh Then, no, I never saw Porcelain God.
2: Yeah. One of the way too many shows I went to at uh, what was Orion's at the time. Uh, oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. I think, you know what? I, I think I would have scoffed, saw that name and go, well, that's dumb, and not go see them.
2: Uh, but yeah, I've definitely seen all those bands. Look, I, you, there were so many times that it would run into, especially that scene, that St. Paul uh, Ryan's kind of group, where it was like a lot of cover bands, but also a lot that would do original things of that nature. Yeah. And, um, so I don't know. Anyway, like I said, it just kind of turns into a blur after all these years. You know, I, I'm trying to, in preparation for this, was trying to remember the, some of the bands that we spent the most time with. Uh, I, don't, I, I should even, like, I'm not even, gonna, I think I'm jumping to conclusions. Are you familiar with my band, Jesus Chrysler, even? I am not. I really hey, I am, that. but uh, uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'll send you a t shirt. Uh, you can wear it on somebody else's show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, the only. The, 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 there are a lot of really extreme metal bands that we would get kind of pulled into uh, because mm-hmm. we were kind of heavy enough that we could play with them, but also light enough that these five band shows, there'd be like some kind of like almost like a break for people to like, <laughs> all right, we don't have to like slam into things for a little bit, but, uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> but, uh, uh, well you, you, covered sports for, what did you say that was? RX magazine.
0: Okay, um, I was a, I was a sports and music director. Um, so I was, dude, I was in the press box for the wild, for the twins, you know, for the wolves occasionally, for the Vikings. Vikings were a little bit harder because yeah. of because the media availability uh, requests that they get. But I mean, the shit. There was one year that I was, I missed one wild home game, and no, I hit every wild home game, and I missed one Twins home game within the consecutive seasons.
2: That's a lot of. Uh... So I was there a lot.
0: I was there a lot, and look, I was doing a weekly column. You know, so I didn't have to be there that often, but I had the season pass. Might as well use it,
2: Hell yeah. you know. Do
0: you and think, do it, should, it was great.
2: Do you think they should give the uh, the, the name of the North Stars back to us? Does the hat maybe it reminded me? But that's always been my take. It's like when, when yeah. I, I think the name Wild sucks. Um, yeah,
0: and, and, but, but look, we're stuck with it. Um, sure. Look, I, I get it. Look, you have the Red Sox and you have the White Sox. There, there can be the Dallas Stars and the Minnesota North Stars.
2: They could be but the Lone Stars. It would make way more fucking sense.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Then they have a beer named after them.
2: Exactly. You know? Hey, see, look, you know, they're missing out. They're missing out here, man.
0: Yeah, exactly. But no, I think the, the the ship has sailed. Oh, um, right. it, they can have it if they want it. The league owns it. The Dallas Stars do not own the name Minnesota North Stars. The league owns the name Minnesota North Stars. That is why the Winnipeg Jets were able to be called the Winnipeg Jets when they moved there from Atlanta.
2: Okay, really? So that's, that's a little the, different the, than, than it is in other sports, isn't it?
0: Yeah, the league owns the name, the rights, the the likeness, yada yada yada. So there can be another Minnesota North Stars.
2: That's actually but, good to know because now it, if I want to buy an officially licensed Minnesota North Stars thing, I know I'm not funneling money to the evil empire. Correct. Right. No,
0: you are not. You are, You know what's weird though, man. I, 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 I got a. I have a. I have a Dallas Star sweater, hmm. and it's got Mark Parrish on it. Cause Parrish is a bro and he's a Minnesota boy. Yada, yeah, yada, yada. Yeah. Um, and so a couple years ago when they made that run, I was cheering for him. I'm like, fuck it. I'm in, I'm in, can't it, do it, it. it's, it, it's, it, it's, it, it's like getting sucked back into that girl that you want to be over. You know, it, the, the Dallas stars, that's the ex wife that you wish <laughs> you, that you, you wish was your new girlfriend. How the hell do I – how do I – the Dallas Stars are the ex-wife that fights with the new girlfriend who you wish your new girlfriend was. Or I don't know, something like that. But you,
3: you get what I mean.
2: <laughs> I honestly – I couldn't root for KG for Boston. So I don't think there's anything that would – I think if my – if I had a, a family member that played for the Stars, I would say, fuck you. You might as well yeah. be playing for the Packers at that point. There, 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 there aren't – the, the, first of all, I, I hate a lot of teams, but there are certain ones that like, no, there's, just, there's no you know
0: there's you though? Back. Uh, you know what, though? And, and Mark explained this to me because I asked him, I was like, was what was it like when you pulled that Stars sweater on for the first time? And he goes, dude, because Parrish grew up right by the yeah. fucking Met Center. So he went to North Stars games. He was a North Stars fan. He is a North Stars fan. And he goes, dude, even though they're Dallas, it's still us.
2: You know, unless it's different if you're the actual athlete. I I mean, if I was uh, drafted by the Packers, I would go play for the Packers. And I probably want to delete that part out of this episode. Um, (laughs) 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 But as a fan, I just, oh, my God, I've been through so much as a Minnesota fan. And I'm going to continue to hang in there at this point. I don't really have another option other than to be some kind of phony. You know what I mean? So I can't. Yeah. I just, you have. I can't yeah, keep talking. Sideways, keep talking. I,
0: I want to show you something.
2: Okay. I, I can't just kind of sideways root for things too much. You know, I can root for Michael Jordan. I can almost appreciate Brady. But I can't root for the Packers. Not if my, and, even my dad and, could coach and, the team and I wouldn't do it.
0: Damn you, Aaron Rodgers, for trying to make us like you.
2: Oh, God.
0: <laughs> no, Are no. you familiar with this book? <laughs>
2: history of uh, only heartbreak. in title i haven't actually picked it up
0: it is very well done and i tell you what if you want a fun interview i'll get you dan who really? wrote this book yeah it is dude this is it's really well done it is really <laughs> it's painful it's called uh history of heartbreak 100 events that tortured the tortured minnesota sports fans yeah he was it on hurts.
2: k-fan talking about that and it died uh, yeah. that-
0: yeah, he's one of my he's one of my good friends. I can get that hooked up very easily.
2: I will be talking to you uh, off air at some point on that. Uh, we'll definitely get yeah. that done. Uh, I'm not sure that I want to. I'll probably try to line up at a good timing. I don't know what's a good time to have uh, uh, that on during the Super Bowl,
0: <laughs> <laughs> dude. It's Minnesota sports. Any right. time is <laughs> no right, dude. What. I was just I was trying to explain it, and it's funny. I, I said it like this to Eric Bischoff, um, the from wrestling, because um, you know Bischoff from the nwo yada 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 but he he's a minnesota kid and he worked for the awa and i go being a minnesota sports fan is like watching hulk hogan finally beat nick bockwinkle and stanley blackburn from the championship committee coming out and disqualifying hogan because he threw bockwinkle over the ropes And the ref didn't see it. And they have to give the belt back to Bockwinkle. That's what Minnesota sports fandom is like. Your heart gets ripped out of your ass. They tease us. They get us so close. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Wide left. Yeah. That's Minnesota sports. And that's why I envy. I envy Lions fan because Lions fan knows that they are going to suck. Yeah, they that, don't tease them.
2: There is that. We we rarely have – I mean, the Twins had had a, had a period there where they were just complete garbage. I guess yep. the Timberwolves are typically usually shit. But the Wild, yeah. even on their bad seasons, are like, well, with a couple weeks to go, there's still a chance to make the playoffs. And the Vikings, you know, I don't know, this last season kind of reminds me of like uh, the middle years of Denny Green where it was just like yep. a flat environment in the stadium. Um Got ninety three owners and no real direction, and it's just yeah, it's just, yeah. And then I actually like like our owners. I, I have no criticism of them as as far as a sports owner, uh, but my God, it just seems like fuck, man. We're back at that, and it's just like, eh. you know,
0: this is going to be weird for a lot of you Minnesota people to uh, to get. But
2: <laughs> there's only like three that listen to this show. Uh, Where we're worldwide is he?
0: Uh so there's nine people altogether. Is nice. what you're saying? Yes, uh. yes. I, I just, of course.
1: Um,
2: I well, that miss... depends. Are you going to listen to this back?
3: <laughs> uh, maybe yeah, yeah, so we'll
2: eight, eight to we'll nine, see. we'll say. Oh,
3: yeah, yeah, check it out.
0: i <laughs> check it out. Um, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to proclaim this right now. I miss the Metrodome. Mm.
2: You know what? Um. I, I the, 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 have you been to the new stadium? The twin Stadium? No, the uh the. the oh man, US...
0: I have not. I have, I've driven by it, but I've okay. Been
2: inside. The the one first of all, I've never been a big fan of these new stadium complaints. Like the the, the this this like, I don't know, elite level of like we rank thirty first in food options. I'm like, what fucking? My God, there's restaurants outside this. You're gonna get better food at a cheaper price. Why do you need more than a hot dog or nachos or a slice? Exactly. Of pizza? You don't need
0: a fucking Hooters inside the arena. And you know, but, but think, the one
2: complaint on. that I stood by was what bathrooms and concourses. Now they seem to have taken care of the bathrooms thing. I you can't go like eight feet. It seems like without hitting one. Some of them are smaller. than Others, yeah. but the concourses, Izzy, I kid you not, are smaller. And really, and the, the everything is funneled through that one main entrance, which is gigantic. Yeah. But still, yeah, yeah. when you got when you're on the opposite end of seventy thousand people. And you, you know, the mentioned at least had what I think six or eight exits, like basically, yeah. perfectly, yeah, you know, all the way,
0: all the way around, yeah. Actually, more because they they had the upper level and the lower level, yeah, right,
2: yeah, yeah, yes, exactly. Uh, you could give, but anyway, so they it looks pretty. Um, I like all that stuff, but and then they have the final four there, and one of the coolest things about the new thing is that that glass ceiling. Well, yeah. they, they've made curtains for it so they could fucking play basketball at night? It's like, gee, say, sorry, we don't want the Final Four. We're not going to fucking, the one fucking glorious thing we got about this fucking thing, you want to like, well, what if we had drapes?
1: You know, it's just, uh.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I was one of the ones who sat in the upper level in left field in Metrodome to watch the Timberwolves.
2: Oh, that is—that's actually a pretty cool thing. Uh, and we—that because we were playing there, we set the single season <laughs> attendance mark because we could have like it, like a first time having an NBA. But uh, yeah, um, I was at the '98 uh, game that you referenced a little bit ago. I had Viking season tickets at that time, so for about four years, I was there quite a bit. Um, I've been to a ton of concerts there. Um, the, yeah. the the piss trough was rock. disgusting. Yeah, you at Monsters of Rock. Yeah.
1: All right. Dude, if
2: I if I
0: had if I was a millionaire, if I won the lottery, if I won 500 million dollars in the lottery, I was going to build a house. I would track down one of those troughs and have it installed into into one of my bathrooms, just because.
2: There is like I actually put that on Facebook at the time. And I was like, I was because I think I was like, well, can someone let me know how I can get one of these? I'm going to make a grill out of it. Uh, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> That's good. You know, you know, I, women would complain about the lines in the women's room as if they just didn't see the line in the men's room. And I'm like. You know, typically I give women a break. It's In public restrooms, it's typically, especially at a concert kind of event, is a bigger nightmare for women. But I'm sorry, at the Metrodome, you have no fucking clue. You're a herd of cattle going to an 80-foot slab of just like a cut of, and you're just (laughs) fucking ass-to-ass, elbow-to-elbow, peeing into this metal thing. It was just the weirdest experience. The Packer fans had it right. They would just use a sink. And then they yeah, have their own yeah. little personal urinal, but uh my god.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Packer
0: fan. Uh, I can't remember what band I was with, but we were doing a gig somewhere in Wisconsin. I go, where's the pisser? He goes, Oh, it's around back of the round back of the shed back there. Go, All right. It was a field.
2: <laughs> oh, Only Wisconsin. Yeah, it's a different. Uh, it is weird how like you just cross that river border and it's like it's I an mean, indifferent world altogether. It's
0: yep, or as uh, we like to call it, the cheddar curtain.
2: The cheddar curtain. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah.
0: All right, dude. All right, so let's let's name drop some old school name bands um oh yeah let's yeah, see, let's, yeah up, let's get back to music uh, yeah, what do you I, got so hold on just one I, off the top of my head i'm just gonna roll, roll through a through a bunch some of them you probably heard of some of them you probably have not um passion which turned into five guys hmm. um of course you know the almighty slave raider you had uh gemini you yeah, had another southern minnesota um,
2: down by my neck of the woods well they were still
0: well big, they played they
2: everywhere but they were they based on everywhere. a fair Bowl, basically
0: um uh, um, 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 uh, oh shit uh, uh, decibel, um, Pavlog's dogs, um, which I think turned into decibel. I think
2: I can't remember. <laughs> they went back and forth.
0: They went and they sounded just like, they, they sounded just like Queensryche and the guy can sing steel heart. It was amazing. Um, Trying to think of all the, the ones that used to come through the kickhead. was another one. Kickhead. Of course, the all might even though they're not Minnesota band, but they play Minnesota a lot. Itis.
2: I forgot about itis. Yeah. And of course, of
0: you had your St. Cloud icons like um oh, Riffraff where Randy came from. Randy's uh. first big band um uh requiem and, here, real, real um, quick
2: i just want to clear it for the yeah. listeners in case i didn't make it clear earlier we both kind of mentioned randy randy Inger, Ingerbritson, uh who is freaky from flip uh yep. so anyway and hairball and oh it, absolutely hairball yeah so
0: and hairball uh, uh, Zenolith, xenolith switch uh johnny home and the traveling fun show as we uh, as we alluded to before yeah. uh heartbeat um Bob and the Beachcombers. (laughs) 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 The rockin' Hollywoods.
2: Oh, what about, uh, who was that band that played fucking Valley Fair all the time? Uh, They were in that kind of vein. Um,
0: I think it was Johnny
2: Holm. Well, he did. Uh, They're like a menudo for people who like 50s music. They had kind of a rotating lineup over the year. God, the White Sidewalls.
0: Oh my God, the white sidewalls. Wow, nice pull.
2: Yeah. How about Lamont Cranston?
0: Mm. Upper Mississippi Shakedown, Fuck baby. Yeah. <laughs>
2: We, we we both mentioned Flip, but did you dig the Odd Fathers?
0: I was the fourth person to see the Odd Fathers rehearse. Bryn called me. Hey, what are you doing? I'm like, I don't know. Probably going to go out a beer or maybe jerk off. I don't know. <laughs> Come down to the cities. Okay? Come watch us rehearse. You go, what is it? I'm not going to tell you. Okay. So I sat in that room with them playing at um, – stage stage volume level at flip volume level and uh my ears were hurting but it was beautiful yeah and i booked their very first show i was uh i was a promoter for their very first show
2: really where does that yeah
0: uh that was at the that was at a theater in saint cloud um the uh, what the hell is the name of the theater i can't think of the name of the theater but yeah i What's that, Steve? No.
2: <laughs> That's a joke Steve? for our listeners. Uh, oh, I'm not surprised you. that it, uh, I, I knew it was gonna. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, that 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 uh, double live 45 is amazing. I it's oh, it's, it's right. it sounds great. First of all, uh, yeah. but it's it's such a cool idea. And uh, another tear goes dry is just oh. such a great song. And I love the uh, the whole concept I loved, even like the, the, the newest classic rock band or something like that.
1: All right, all right, all right, all right.
0: Another one that I want to give a shout out to is somebody that we lost about a year ago. Uh, D.B. Curtis. I
2: don't think I've heard
0: him. His name was Kurt. Um, Kurt Blazing. and He passed away last year, but everybody knew him as D.B. He was a sound guy at the carpet for years. I always just called him the grumpy old fucker. He always looked like you want to rip your head off, but he was the nicest fucking dude. Here's my favorite D.B. story. I was a merch bitch for L.A. Guns. When they came through St. Cloud once and, you know, they came in and they did sound check. Everything was great. And the opening band, and their name escapes me for whatever reasons, I just can't remember. (coughs) And they showed up and the drummer goes, Where am I going to set up? And DB just looks at him and goes, Well, you got three options. You can set up in front of the drums. Or he goes, He asked him, Are they going to move the drums? He goes, You got three options. You can set up in front of the drums on the side, on the dance floor, or you can just get the fuck out of here because nobody's here to see you. (laughs) Like this, DB, you are God. That is the greatest thing I've ever heard.
2: Awesome. That is a cool story.
0: DB DB was a straight shooter. I miss that guy.
2: Now, uh, another one that goes back a few years, but we talked about, and we should talk a little Slave Raider. Maybe we'll pause here for that. Oh, God, yeah. uh, Nikki Wicked passed away a few years back. That was yes. kind of, uh, kind of, well, for someone like me out of nowhere, I guess, you know, I'm not sitting there, you know, with him every day, but, uh, that, that yeah, sucked. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, that was a tough one, man. That was a tough one.
2: I find I, I got into them organically, considering where I was at at the time. Now, are you familiar with the town of Owatonna, Minnesota? It's right off of 35. Of course. But, okay. Of course. Yeah. All right. But you know, it's not exactly a hotbed of uh, musical art or artists. It's you know, growing up and stuff. So that was my my base. But a local, um, it was actually more of a stereo TV store that sold some music. They mm-hmm. had the, the Take the World uh, by Storm cassette there, and I don't know, just on a whim, because that thing did not look impressive. Uh, yeah. I was like, local rock, though. I was like, because I, I was just starting to play guitar. I was just imagining myself. Like, I want to support this. I think, you know, my yeah. paper route money and stuff. I think that fucking record kicks ass, man.
0: Ah, oh, dude, it rules. Here, here, I have a good Slave raider story for you. Um, I think it was my sophomore year in high school. Um, there was riots going on. In St. Cloud. Um, the, it was a, the famous St. Cloud State Homecoming riots. My and goodness. during during these <laughs> they during they, these they riots, refused
2: to serve mac and cheese at lunch or something, or uh, Oh I,
0: no, it was I'm it probably was probably making uh,
2: fun of a horrible thing, but uh, uh,
0: no, it was it started over it started over homecoming and a band hmm. that they didn't book or something like that. I don't know. It, it was wow. something stupid. Um, so people started lighting couches on fire and drinking beers in the streets and that turned into, uh, the St. Cloud State homecoming riots. Um, actually Owatonna, while,
2: we just call that uh, Saturday night. Uh, yeah, pretty yeah,
0: much, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. You're basically Wisconsin inside of uh, Minnesota.
2: <laughs> right. Really? We always um, call St. Cloud the Oatana of, of North uh, Minnesota.
0: <laughs> 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 I always said St. Cloud is actually the Wisconsin of Minnesota because yeah. you go to Wisconsin, you automatically get drunk. And it was the same thing about St. Cloud. Um, but so while this was going on, Slave Raider was playing at the red carpet. And across the street, there was a record store at the time um, called the Wax Museum. Now, Then it was called the Electric Fetus. I don't know if it's still there or
2: not. The electric, I think it is. Oh, I'm sorry. Fetus. You're in St. Cloud. Yeah.
0: Yeah, in St. Cloud. In Saint, there's another Electric Fetus in the Twin yeah. Cities. Yeah. Um, and I think one in Duluth, too, or something like that. There is. But anyways... Yeah. They were doing an in-store signing, so I went in and I, I still have it. It's hanging on my wall in one of those record frame things. Uh, they had the record flats. Yeah, I had. So I have I have the original band signature on the on the. Uh, on the uh, uh, what do you know about rock and roll album cover?
2: until they reunited at one of the edge fests they were the headliner on that the second night yeah Broadway. yeah um and yeah, still brought I, it, I
0: think man. I saw I think I saw the first time I saw them was in high school that was when they were doing bigger batter boulder so they were a four piece
2: okay yeah I I actually well I, I they're in the back here but uh I I I, I bought bigger, Badger, Bull, bigger Badder, Bolder batter boulder recently on the reissue but I haven't even bothered to open it. I never liked the record uh it just really wasn't the same without Letitia, and I don't know.
0: Yeah, well, uh, Tommy D is fucking amazing. I remember uh, when I was working at the press, they did a show there, and it was one of the reunion shows. But Nikki wasn't there, so Happy was playing. Wow. Um And I, I asked, uh, I asked Letitia, like, "You guys gonna do anything off of a Bigger, Better, Bulger? And she starts laughing. She goes, "I don't fuck with Tommy stuff.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't fuck with Tommy stuff,
3: <laughs> right just because
0: it's." He's such a great player. I mean, look, I, I love this. I love the single DoA. Um, I love the song Bigger Badder Bull. There's a couple highlights on there, um, but yeah, it's not as good as the other two albums. But it's it's, it's got its moments. I mean, sure. it's not as bad as the Elder.
2: Well, I, easy now. He's tread lightly, Izzy. Tread lightly. Uh, <laughs> What's so what about uh, going back to Take the World by Storm? What uh, is there a standout track for you in that? Or
0: oh man, dude. Um, that's tough. Uh, so there used to be this jam at
2: Sharky's. Um, and I still, Ooh, I think they. Rest s- in peace, Sharky's Underground. Yeah, right. Or the whole right? thing. Yeah, not just the Underground. Yeah.
0: And uh, Happy and Dan Dryden put it on with Danny. Danny McBoy. I would always go up and sing Slave Raider. And I would do, uh, I think I would do make some noise. And one time I was doing it, and I always did the chainsaw moves, you know, the, uh, the ooh, 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 hold nine yards. <laughs> and I'm doing all that. I look over, and there's Chain, I'm like, "Oh God, he's gonna kick my ass!" <laughs> and no, he was laughing his ass off. He thought it was great. Um, favorite track on that album? Oh God, oh, it's like picking a favorite track off of a Kiss record. Like the elder. It's. No, I, I said a kiss
2: record.
0: <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm Jace, you're not going to get Fonzie Cool points by pretending you like The Elder.
2: I do not it's pretend. It's just not going to happen. There's no way this is a, g- a gimmick.
0: <laughs> you actually like The Elder.
2: Yeah, I, I would, it's definitely like if I rank the, I probably have it written down somewhere. It's definitely if I rank all their records, which I like them all except for three. There's three I don't routinely go back to. The Elder is still top ten.
0: Stop lying to yourself. Stop <laughs> pretending. It's, it's not cool. It's not good. It's, it's flaming wait, hot garbage. Wait
2: a second. Are you telling me it's not cool? I haven't heard that before.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna, okay, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna use the, I'm going to use my craft beer analogy. Okay. I could drink whiskey and tea, eat Taco Bell for a week, and what would come out of my ass smells better than craft beer. It's the same thing with The Elder. It still smells better than The Elder.
2: To me, The Elder is more like the McRib of records. Uh, Just so good. (laughs) (laughs) Two things. Oh, man. Uh, Well, there goes the symbioticness. (laughs) Does that mean uh, you're, you're going to decline my invitation to my annual McRib Elderathon? <laughs> yes.
0: Sorry, I will not be there. I'll be there in spirit. I was hoping
2: to hire Act to play. <laughs> All right, we're there. Okay.
0: We're there. We're just not going to play anything off the fucking Elder. Uh, okay. Uh. <laughs> you can play a dark light before we come on stage.
2: There you Ooh, go. Oh, there we go. All right. Horse um, song on the record.
3: <laughs> what? Yes. I am just a
0: boy. Come on, get the fuck out of here. Fair enough.
2: You know what? I'm gonna put "Dark Light" above "Just a Boy," but pretty much nothing else on there. Terrible, terrible. Um, (laughs) God. I think the black, but only because (laughs) it makes me look good with the
1: chicks. (laughs) Oh yeah.
2: Uh,
0: (laughs) I think the black hole.
2: Yeah, that's that. That whole second side is just ah. so fun. Uh, dun, 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 oh
3: God! You know, you
2: think if I ask a question like that, I'm prepared to answer, but I'm really not. Um, never. I, the, the, I think the the one thing that I I don't really uh, gravitate towards is make some noise. Um, but it's still pretty good. Uh, I love these. The, the, well, yeah, it's not like I, I don't like it. It's just like it, that might be my least favorite song on a record that I like front to back. Um. Let me just grab it here. I brought it down. Where the fuck did I put it?
0: All right. So it starts off with "What do you know about rock oh. and roll?" Track two is. Um,
2: You're on a different record. Uh.
0: Oh no no no! I mean, track one is uh, "Take the roll by Storm." Um, burning too hot or long way too from hot.
2: home are, are great, but you know what? Like you said, the the whole thing is fucking killer.
0: Yeah, dude. It's, oh, I thought you were gonna be cool and pull out the vinyl.
2: I. I. It's um. Yeah. No. I, I was about to say it's on my Discogs list, but what the fuck does that mean? That just means that <laughs> I, I haven't pulled the fucking trigger on paying $20 for a record I want. No Dude, th- hold on, hold on, hold on.
0: Here, here, here's a here's a great Kiss Geek, kiss geek story and how much us Kiss Geeks take care of each other. I got hit up by somebody yesterday, and he goes, Izzy, do you have the originals? Are you, funny you should ask. Um, I do, but it's at home somewhere in my mom's storage and she doesn't know where my albums are so i've like i've repopulated my album collection out here and i do not have the originals and i was ironically i was just looking at it the other day as at, at a music store out here for 99 dollars. and i didn't tell this guy that
2: what the, goes, everyone i
0: see is hold on he goes well i don't listen to my records anymore and i think you should have it it's got all the inserts and it's got everything wow and he sent me a picture, and he goes, Jesus. "What's your address? I'm going to send it to you." So, that, that's that's what us Kiss geeks do for each other.
2: Uh, that's not my uh, experience with Kiss fans, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I will I, let, let me just uh, sidetrack a little bit. Do you recall? Uh, uh, it would have been, I think, Facebook conversation, and it, like in the comments, like a, a public comment thing, not not like a private message deal. You posted something about a flip sticker that you were looking for, and I happen to have one in my oh. office and oh. and i said uh you mean this one and you only replied yeah. with a street address <laughs> <laughs> and and the i was like one. yeah 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 baby uh and i was like is that your address and you're like yep <laughs> 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 if i had more than one you i was gonna Still
0: haven't sent it to me no, i, 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 I was that cla- real. i
2: really only got the one um I do have the lunchbox. I don't know if you can see that. I I I have a lunchbox
0: signed by all four original Hmm. members of Flip.
2: Well, aren't you special? Uh, Mine isn't autographed. You know the the, worst thing is Bryn sat right over there, and I didn't even ask him to sign anything. So I'm not much of an autograph guy, but
0: I know. But sometimes I just have to. I mean, uh, so he used this at the now that.
2: By the way, that's how people should be autographing fucking guitars. Yep. Back of the headstock, baby. Uh, Gene Simmons likes to write a paragraph on the top of the front. And then, like, if you actually want to play the thing, it just gets sweated on and and drips away.
0: Dude, exactly. Like, um, here's a good one. (laughs) So, my Richie Kotzen. My Richie Kotzen Telecaster. If you're not a fan of Richie Kotzen, you need to be a fan of Richie Kotzen.
2: I'll I'll add that to the cheap trick pile, but... uh...
0: Dude, dude oh, I will send you a Kotsen video and you will kill yourself. He's an amazing guitar Kotsen. player. Um, oh, oh. So I, I told Richie I was getting one of these. There's no strings on it right now because um, I have to change a battery in it. But I told him, I was like, would you sign the back of my headstock? He's like, oh, yeah, that's awesome. So it'll be worth more on eBay. But,
3: <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> but I know Richie. He was busting my balls. So. Um, on the monsters of rock cruise. Cause I, I host this jam on the monsters of rock cruise, which is coming up next month. And it's all cheap trick, by the way. Um, and <laughs> so I, I told Richie, it's like, well, you're, you, you bring more than one guitar. He goes, no, I'm just bringing my, my telly. I'm like, well, I'm going to have my telly with, so you can use it as a backup if needed. It's like, I probably won't need it, but cool. Thanks, man. And so after the, after the show, I'm like, well, would, would you sign my headstock? So he's like, yeah. So I got my, my and signature signed by Richie.
2: So yeah, was that your request with Bryn too? Like that? Like that's your move? Is like sign it there?
0: Yeah, yeah, because I want to play the fucking thing.
2: Yeah, exactly. No, I'm it's I... not as
0: good as it's not as good as this one though. This one's the best. So this is my fake Ace Frehley Chinese copy.
2: The Tommy Thayer guitar. Yeah. Oh, what's that? Tommy Thayer guitar.
0: Um. Hold on. I you got all fake. ten middle fingers for you. By
2: the way. <laughs> you, you, um, you said fake. I thought that was a compliment. I know. I know. I know. Yeah.
0: That, nice. Well played. Well played. No. It's a. It's a. It's a. It's a Chinese knockoff. Sure. Yeah. And they did it all the way down to the signature. <laughs> the that's not that real.
2: <laughs> oh God. It's uh, hilarious. I, I have a. Uh uh an ace freely god fuck i should know this specific- see i remember i told you i'm horrible at, at, at gear right this is the one yeah. guitar that's packed away that i really don't even pull out and play but there is one of it's one of 51 got it in the 90s and it is uh all of them were signed by ace freely on the pick guard but the guitar came with a uh, an unsigned pick guard on it and the signed pick guard was was separate and, and put in the little cavity in the, in the neck part of the case yeah um is it a Les Paul? yeah it is it's it's uh oh it's, so
0: it's the one that's got this picture on the headstock
2: no 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 it's before that oh. uh this is before he oh. rejoined kiss yeah it, like he was with uh it's like a 93 94 uh, and it was a run of 51 um but a, a quick wow. last ball question have you ever uh snapped the headstock off any of those fuckers one of the reasons i keep this thing pock- packed away is because it's snapped off
0: yeah Yeah, dude, that's a common. That's a common. What What the fuck, man? I don't know what it is, but okay. Here's the odd thing: is you want that to happen because once they're once they're repaired properly, they're better. Okay. If, if you see a Les Paul that's used and it doesn't have that smile, don't get it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Looks like an angry face to me. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, boy, what a disappointing moment that was. I'm like, man, I've knocked over a lot of guitars, and that's never happened.
0: Well, um, all right, I'll tell you th- I'll tell you my story about that, okay? All
2: right. Um, I see London. I see France. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so- just trying to paint a picture for the listener is all. You know, yeah the 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 ladies I'm sorry the lady that's listening
1: yeah so oh, I, this is I, I've my, seen this guitar
2: I absolutely love this one before you get this is
0: this is my main guitar for app um it's a uh, it's a Les Paul um it's uh, I think it's a 2013 it was a gift um it was a birthday present from uh, a listener of the show wow. and I was doing a Kiss jam I got on, a
2: cameo from uh, Mitch Malloy. Uh, so. <laughs> It was just all teeth.
0: Yeah. (laughs) It was all all teeth and hair. (laughs) Anyway, Um, sorry. And so I was doing a a jam, a cruiser jam on the Megadeth cruise two years ago. And right before COVID. And I did sound check. Everything was great. Set the guitar on the stand. I walked away and I heard, ooh, boom. I'm like, no, 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 no. I picked it up and it was, oh, I'm like, oh no. I almost started crying. And it is I, amazing. Like,
2: I think now that we've both been through it, it's weird. You could probably deal with it easier, right? But in that yeah. moment, when you see that uh, headstock, just it is like, I bet I turned white as a sheet. I was like, what the fuck? Anyway.
0: Yeah. And um, I know somebody at the Gibson custom shop. Hmm. So Very it nice. was, hmm. it was prepared, it was repaired, and there's no smile.
2: Oh my it, lord! Was, look at that. Uh, Bringing it just a little closer so I can see. I know exactly the area to look at. Yeah. Wow. Look at that.
0: Look at that fixed job. So uh, Cody Higby over at the custom, custom Gibson Gibson shop. Thank you.
2: Uh, does he live in St. Cloud by chance? I could, uh, just no. Try- <laughs>
0: Oh No. 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 He lives in Nashville. And next time I go to Nashville, he's going to take me through the garage, take me through the the real part of the garage.
2: Well, if the next time is next Rockin Pod, you know how to uh, you know hook hook me up with a hey, hook me up with a plus one. So.
0: What you did there, I saw it.
3: Yeah. Sorry, right. I had
0: to switch hats. I had to go to the Ham's Beer Hat.
2: Oh, nice. Yeah, you, well, you're keeping it Minnesota, so that that's yeah, all exactly. good. Yeah, so. right. exactly. It's from
0: the land of Sky Blue Waters. <laughs> it is. It's a beer refreshing. It's Ham's. All
2: right, well, uh, getting back to the bands here. Here, here are some of the ones yeah, I wrote yeah. down, because we talked about, uh, you mentioned a bunch of them. Now, we're both too young to have ever seen Obsession, Bryn's first band, or at least first notable Correct. band. Or um, Funhouse. Um, Janice Figure. I saw them with Flip a ton. Absolutely loved them. Did you ever catch those guys?
0: No. Um, I, I mean, I did see Johnny Clueless.
2: Yeah, I saw them too. Yeah, yeah.
0: Paragon. There's another good one. Oh,
2: yeah. Uh, what about, like, uh, some old-schooler guys, like the Replacements or Husker Du? Did you ever get into them much? I
0: Something I else. am the worst Minnesotan ever because I cannot stand Husker Du. <laughs> I like one replacement song, and that's it. um i I, I just I, I just I just I just don't get I'd rather hear flip.
2: Well, me too uh, uh, but uh, um, I,
0: I, I, I I don't like Dylan. Did you go
2: through prince, a punk phase at all? No, okay. I, I think you kind of need to do that to like either one of those bands. yeah Dylan I, I'm with I, you I don't even think Dylan counts as a Minnesotan, to be honest with you.
0: um I'm not a huge prince guy. I respect the hell out of him.
3: That's what uh, I'm at, too. Other He's than,
0: one of them, probably. Other than a handful of songs, it's like, eh, I've seen him live. It was great. It was phenomenal. But, eh.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's nothing but mad respect for him and, and the way he handled himself and his career, and then, of course, his talent. But musically, yeah. um, he was so... But that's what I almost appreciate, is that, like, he just did so much stuff yeah. that, that, like, I'm just gonna do this. Fuck everybody and this certain group of people. Just kept going with it, and that's great too. But uh, yeah, Yeah. well, we're hard rock guys, though. You know what I mean. And when Prince did rock and roll and pulled out the guitar, I think he really delivered. Oh, dude! Look
0: when when he when he blew everybody off the stage at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh my god! Yeah. Yeah. Fuck! Talk about a pimp. Just he, he just destroyed and disappeared. I mean, that's a fucking pimp.
2: Maybe that but, was our he, Super Bowl, and by the way, greatest Super Bowl <laughs> halftime show. You know what I mean? Uh, absolutely, probably one of the last live ones, and it yeah. fucking rained during Purple Rain, yeah. and he just yeah. kept playing. Dude, and...
0: you want you okay? You want a weird a weird story about that? So I host a show. Well, <laughs> not since COVID started, but uh, there's a jam out here that I host called Soundcheck Live. It's like an all-star jam. Sure, thing. no,
2: I, I know you, you've mentioned it quite a bit. Uh, you yeah,
0: and uh, I'm the MC of it, and. So, uh, the week after Prince died, they did three hours of Prince and it was phenomenal. And when they were about to do purple rain, I went outside to have a cigarette. And as they started purple rain, it started raining in yeah, Los Angeles wow. and it never rains in Southern California. Just like the song. It pours. Um, <coughs> that's the lyric from the song. But cha. That's the lyric. cha. Yeah yeah (laughs) but yeah it was it's like wow dude that was fucking freaky
1: Mm,
2: man god damn it why do people call me (laughs) oh bro they want to bang you bro
0: no it's a dude
2: oh well doesn't mean i'm wrong (laughs) it
0: is it is los angeles
2: win in Rome I guess (laughs) We're, we're just about a month out of the Monsters of Rock cruise, which of course you do a whole ton of shit on on uh um, Yeah. My co host is gonna be out there. Uh so you, you Oh know, really. So he'll be uh probably tapping you in his shoulder at some time on that uh that deal. Um yeah, well, what do you got going on? I know you're doing something with Eddie Trunk and uh the the metal the that metal show guys. What else has happened? well, break that so down we are Tell going, me everything.
0: So we're all right, so well, the main reason I'm on there is hosting karaoke with uh, fellow Minnesotan Brian Ott. Mm. Um, we do that every year, and we do a gong show karaoke contest. Haven't
2: heard that name in a haven't... while. That's uh, that's awesome.
0: You know Brian? Yeah,
2: not um, personally. It, right, right, right. Yep. But
0: yeah, Brian Brian's an amazing fucking musician. Yep. And but and, but our shtick together is phenomenal. So that that we are the late night shit show party on the Monsters of Rockers.
2: Um, and that's what? a live band karaoke, correct? And, no, and,
0: it's, not, it's not live band. Oh! It's not live
2: band. Okay, good, no, good no, thing I cleared that up. But.
0: It's, no, that's all right, that's all right. But So we do that every, every night we do karaoke on there. It's the late night party. Um, then I do my cruiser jam, which is usually just one show on the cruiser. This year we're doing two, doing two sets of cheap trick. One Budokan, one not Budokan.
2: I thought you were taking a cheap shot at me. Pun intended, uh, but you were actually serious. Uh, so you're doing all cheap trick. Cool. Yeah,
0: absolutely, absolutely. And what, the great thing about the cruiser jam is I have artists and cruisers playing together. So people that pay to get on the boat, they get to play with bands that are on the boat. It's awesome, right? Um, and then you know we are doing uh, punchlines and backlines on the boat. Um, I can't tell you who the special guest <laughs> musician comic is because it has not been announced yet. Is it Steve? Uh, no.
2: Okay.
0: No. You talking again. about Steve Brown? No, I,
2: no. Again, that's a Steve joke for our, our oh. listeners. Sorry. Right. Yeah, I uh, uh-huh. <laughs> I should apologize in in advance, but it's too late.
0: All right, you just have to, need to have shirts. To say hi, I'm Steve.
2: Oh yeah, they, those are coming. Uh, check out the Cobras and Fire web store for that soon. Soon.
0: There you go. Um, but yeah, it's going to be myself, uh, the gal that I produce it with, Courtney Cronin Dold, mm-hmm. um, Don no, Jameson. No,
2: no. I know her very well. So. Oh, you do?
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, through the Kiss community.
2: Uh, actually, no. Um, oh, we. Um, this is how I met Courtney and, and first found out about her. it was at the first Rockin' Pod. Uh, okay. We were arranged to be picked up at the airport at the same time. Oh, nice. And nice, so, nice. Uh, you know, uh, she basically, from there to the hotel, she gave me the whole background on her, and then she was on our show that uh, that weekend. So nice. I knew nothing awesome. about her her pod, uh, the whole uh, pop show she does, and, of course, yeah. her, her love for Kiss. But Yeah, anyway. absolutely.
0: So it's us two, Don Jameson, Jim Florentine, um, possibly one more comic, or if that comic is not going to do it, then we will have another artist. Steve? Another uh, Yes, Steve. (laughs) Um, Finally, it's Steve, yes. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll, I'll tell you off the air. I'll tell you off the air. Sure, okay, fair enough. Because it's going to be hilarious. It is going to be awesome. And then I just do random shit on the boat, you know, announcing uh, there might be another thing. We'll see. Uh, I can't say anything about it because we don't know if it's going to happen or not. Um, But uh, we're we're ready if needed. Um, So I I figured it out. I'm probably going to have possibly ten to eleven shows on awesome. the boat.
2: Yeah. Now will you be wearing that uh green no no green- no, 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 no no that has
0: been sold. <laughs> um I got somebody five, bought that I got five hundred and thirty dollars for it. Uh,
2: unreal. Did you wash it is or a, not?
0: It's, of course, of course. But this is an absolute true story. So I put it on eBay as a joke for twenty bucks. think yeah as one of the cruisers will buy it as a joke. Um and then the morning show at the time on Rockin' one oh one, Steel Till Morning Show, they caught wind of it. So they jokingly put it up in the last couple hours of the auction. They put it up on their Facebook page and started talking about it on the air. Then all of a sudden it started going up and also it was at like seventy five bucks. So I get a text and I happen to still be up um are we are you recording the video no okay so i happened to still be up um that night and uh and, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> fucking ward um so i happened to still be up actually i was just going to bed i was up drinking all night just cuz it was the pandemic well that was fucking right. i know it wasn't pandemic yet that was 2019 yeah that was pre-pandemic was it 18 it was 19 it was right before the pandemic and I get a text from the host, dude. You have to call in right now. I'm like, why? He's like, dude, have you have you seen your auction? I'm like, yeah. It's odd. It keeps why? Why? He goes, call in. So I called in, and I was on the air with them live until it ended. Wow. And as this thing is going on, um, he started the Aaron started getting the the host started getting texts from his um from his advertisers, and say, I want to throw in. You know, I want to throw a gift certificates on this and stuff like that. So people really wanted the gift certificates. And then it got up to like $280. I go, Aaron, I'll make a deal with you. If this hits $350, you have to wear this on stage this weekend <laughs> at your comedy show. And he goes, no, 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 not going to happen. It'll never hit that. You know what? It'll never hit it anyway. So, yes, I will, forgetting what his listeners are like. They will do anything they can to embarrass him. Awesome five hundred and thirty dollars later is <laughs> i i was able to book a round trip flight for 130 dollars um i got to fly home short notice do an act show in saint cloud um i got to do stand up opening for the steel toe comedy show and i got paid for that and uh i gotta see my mom i gotta get some beer and i came home
2: I was going to say, you could buy a lot of Mick Golden Light with that $530. Yes, you
0: can. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. So, yeah, it was great. It was
2: great. It was a quick
0: impromptu thing, and uh, it was awesome.
2: we have talked about this uh, when we were in Nashville, but I had no idea that Mick Golden Light was not available out there until this uh, prior to that when you were home for a little bit and you posted yeah. a picture of your trunk driving back. <laughs> <laughs> so when you're flying, what do you do?
0: Uh, usually just have, just a case.
2: Okay. Well, still, do you throw it in a suitcase or?
0: Yeah, you have to. You can't. You can't.
2: You well, have to check it. That's why I'm asking. i like,
1: what the hell? Yeah, you? you have
0: to check it. You have to check it. But ne- so next time I come back, not only am I going to come back with ten cases of Mick Golden Light, I am going to come back with a case of Schlitz. Mm. I am going to come back with a case of Old Swill. Um, maybe Schmidt. We'll see. We'll see. Hams I can get out here. Um <laughs> but I'm gonna stock up on Buck shitty horn? old
3: man uh
2: maybe maybe why not? Why <laughs> not?
3: Come on, it's too
0: bad. Maybe maybe a nice case of Stroh's.
2: Ooh, um, there we go. A 30 pack. Yeah, Stroh's light. You know, it's just Stroh's backwards yeah. in shorts.
0: Ah <laughs> Wow, you learn something new every day. <laughs> but yeah, I'm gonna stock up on shitty old man beer. Along with my glorious Michelob Golden Light,
2: what's your favorite IPA?
0: <laughs> um, the one that goes down the uh, the one that I love watching go down the down the sink as I'm pouring it out and not drinking it.
2: You and me both, uh, brother. I uh, I am the opposite of a beer snob. There's there's a couple of the the fancier beers that aren't too bad, but honestly, my my, my guttural f- feeling and all this stuff is that like every one of these like micro brews we only sell our own shit places that are just. Everywhere in industrial neighborhoods now, it's like there's there's four beers, and then they have the same four, and they all smell and taste the same. And then when people drink them, they're like, hmm, yeah, this one's actually really good. I can yeah. uh, no, it's not. You're it, all it's fucking like, liars. It's like
0: it's like pretending to like the elder. I mean, come on. Um, <laughs> I, I, I always love it when they don't have domestic beers at a place. And I'm like, I just want a fucking Bud Light. How hard is that?
2: Yeah, exactly. I don't
0: have the golden light. Like, well, this one's like a bud light. No, it's not.
2: Oh my god! That, I was in a bar in Oatana and run the. Do you remember Miller Clear? Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, no, not Miller. I'm sorry, uh, Miller Red. It was basically just called Miller and it had a red label on it. They called it Miller Red. And 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 they had like a like a, a product endorser of Miller at on site when I went in there, and he was like, "Well, if you like Budweiser, you'll like this." I'm like, "Well, if I like Budweiser, why would I not just order a Budweiser? Why are you it's just, right? Exactly. Did, it didn't even make any fucking it's sense. Not
0: quantum. It's not quantum physics.
2: Yeah, it's like can beer, ta- bottle beer tasting a can. Well, why don't I just get a fucking bottle of beer? Not exactly. That heavy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right, Izzy. This has been a lot of fun. Um, uh, I really appreciate this. Like I said, it was really fun to meet you finally after all these years. Likewise, um, man. And, Likewise. And uh, and uh, yeah, we'll 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 do this again at some point. Um. But, uh, yeah, if you ever need anybody to, like, uh, get uh, a paid vacation to go on one of these cruises with you, just uh, uh, put me on the short list, please. Uh,
0: um, Well, first of all, you don't have a vagina. (laughs) Um, uh, But, dude, thank you again. How (laughs) do (laughs) you know? Yes. uh, So you're always, hi, my name is Alice.
2: (laughs) I'm not saying anything more. Uh, I'm just saying (laughs) the unknown is Um, the unknown.
0: Uh, just really quick, um, you can anybody can find me at Real Lizzie Presley all the way across the board, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Show page for Another F and Podcast is at Another F Podcast. For now, um, now that Metal Edge is involved, that's going to be changing down the line. Um, we will be doing a live show, recording a live show. Myself and Paul Gargano from Metal Edge Magazine on the boat, who is my co-host on the show. Cool. Um, what else do we got? Uh, hit up at at. Ace Tribute, Twitter and Facebook, um to so follow the Ace freely Tribute, because there is uh, some stuff rumbling for that right now. Uh what else do we got really quick? Uh, Monsters of Rock Cruise, of course. Uh we've we have Cruise of the Edge in May, which is the Prague Cruise. Um I'm the best looking girl on the Prague Cruise
3: because
0: hmm. girls don't like Prague. Um right. and I Except for the gals that come on with the musicians, <laughs> no, I, I, I joke about that. They're they're those those fans are so hardcore, and God bless them. It's I wish like I the, had the
2: them. women's room line at, at a Slayer show. It's yeah,
0: yeah or Rush, yeah, or Rush. It's a lot, uh, of to, lot of dudes. A lot of dudes. Uh, I'm trying to think really quick. Uh, Venmo is at Real Izzy Presley. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cash App is dollar sign Izzy Presley. I'm I'm all over. You can find me.
2: Yeah, no, it's definitely not hard accept, to track you down. Uh, and you're you're uh, you're uh, an open onion. Uh, you, yes, you cut I it am. open, it I makes am. you cry. So, uh, but uh, how about a more realistic yeah, thing? If you ever do another act show in Minnesota, let me come up and play a song. Absolutely. All right there. And can I be Absolutely. like Act 13 or a 14 or something like that?
0: Uh, we'll, we'll add you to the list. I, I, am, I, I, I am seriously going to do this at well, when we're done, I have to do the sign ups for the set for the uh, Brudicon show, and tonight, I will go on Facebook and Twitter and I will list every single member nice. official member of Act, a tribute to Ace Frehley. And <laughs> my goal. Is to beat LA Guns because I think they're at like seventy two members. Oh, or something It's over a hundred.
2: Like over a hundred. Is it over a yeah, hundred? I know they, for look, yeah.
0: look on their Wikipedia. So well, and it's ironic because my bass player is in LA Guns. So there you go.
2: <laughs> you got that going for you. Hey, the LA what Guns you show you went you mentioned earlier. Any chance Mini Kiss was opening for him? No, because they they played at the God. What was that place called? It's gone it's gone on uh, nuts Star Bar maybe. Yeah. Anyway, I saw L.A. Guns with Mini Kiss open them for them in the Twin Cities. All that time.
0: is funny. No, it was not Mini Kiss. It was a local. It was a local Minnesota band. Um, I think they were a city's band. I cannot remember their name for the life of me. I wish I could remember so I could call them out, because <laughs> I would. All
2: right.
0: And it was just their drummer that was just. What do you mean he's not going to move his drum kit? They're not here to see you, asshole. <laughs> oh, Kurt ruled. Uh, uh, here's another. Here's another quick. This is a Brian. Ock, yeah. Uh, Kurt's story: Brian was like playing bass um, for some band at the carpet, and he could not get the thing to fucking work. It's like I, I don't know, the tuner's not uh, tuner's not on. Why, why am I fucking getting nothing? Kurt comes up and just presses a button. He goes, "Try this, dumbass!" And he boom, he hit it. Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's just uh, Brian tells the story much better than I. But that that was Kurt, and fucking God. God damn, I miss that guy.
2: Right on, man. Thanks so much, Izzy. Like I said, it's always a pleasure. I feel like we've just tapped some of the stories, so uh, we'll definitely uh, try to get you back on at some point. So, uh, oh, dude, I got, I got stories. <laughs> All right, buddy. I got buddy. stories. Rock is not dead.
0: But it is crawling up out of the
3: black hole. So dark, so very deep.
0: I don't think I've been on Skype since I've been on America Online.
1: It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football.